Welcome to The Living Room, a cozy place of candid conversation. We're a group of women in various ages and stages of life. Join us for thoughtful discussion with a side of humor. We chat about everything from parenting issues to life balance, what matters most, and how to make it happen in everyday life. Settle in just to listen or feel free to add your comments online at www.fromthelivingroom.com. And now, your hosts for today's show. Welcome to the living room. My name's Jana, and this morning I'm joined by Michelle, Paige, and Jody. Thank you for tuning in and listening to us. We love it when you join in, and hopefully, this conversation will resonate for you. Today, we're going to talk about retreating and relaxing, but really I want to focus on rejuvenating. Mm-hmm. So we're going to talk about all that stuff. So not the traditional R&R, like rest and relaxation, but a different kind of rest that has a little more healing and empowering in it, I would say, is what we're going to talk about today. And who doesn't need that at the end of summer, right? Yeah. Oh, my word. Okay. So um, first of all, I want to just close your eyes. I'm going to set a picture for you. My friend Allison hit a milestone birthday a few years ago, and she decided to throw herself the best birthday party ever. So she invited like a dozen friends to her cabin. And can't you just imagine one at a time, the friends just trickling in, dropping off their duffel bags and all coming together. Her cabin sleeps 12. So there was room for everyone. And then she herself had planned like the perfect menu and just little by little she would just delight and amaze us with these beautiful meals and then can I be her friend too <laughs> no I'm sorry she's on my <laughs> yeah right so you, you can feel like yeah. the vibe right you want to be a part of this so then for the evening entertainment after we've just talked our hearts out for hours over this beautiful food she has brought four versions of the movie Jane Eyre starting with the very first one with Liz Taylor in it right all the way through and we all we got to watch one after the other after the other and vote on who was the best Mr. Rochester. That was a great activity, right? Wow. I know. Wow. Paige is like, I want in on this. I know, right? I see her face. So, I know. Everyone's lighting up. So then we all go to bed, right? Everybody just goes to bed. And of course, some of us, you know, went to bed like two hours earlier during one of the other movies, but that's okay. <laughs> now we're all going to bed. And uh, then we get up the next morning, and she has me do this watercolor activity with everyone. And I send everyone off into the fields to pick their favorite wildflowers and then come back, and we're going to paint them, which was so fun. Oh. So it's a little bit outdoor, indoor, and just really, really fun time. And then she has a friend who gave massages. Mm-hmm. So people would kind of peel off the watercolor activity and go get a massage and then peel back on, and off we go. And uh, she picked, she made us this beautiful brunch that was like like this tomato basil souffle sort of incredible right and then we all just give hugs say goodbye and we all go off on our way but we all felt lighter mm-hmm. and we felt happier and we felt like this gift that she had given to herself ended up being a gift for every one of us and it was just like this dream weekend to end all so when can we have one? We need a masseuse. That's what we're I missing. know. Why don't we have any yeah. friends who get massages? I have lots of oh. friends. Oh, good. Oh, of course okay. you do. Paycheck friends. Add oil. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So after that, I wrote about this retreat on my blog. And one of my friends who reads my blog said, I want to do one of these. 
my in-laws have a cabin in Bear Lake and we're totally doing this. And I'm like, okay, so here's how it was structured. And, and so now she started this annual retreat in Bear Lake, which I just came back from. So I'm feeling like really revved up about this. Oh. Right. So there, there are like a dozen of us, her cabin sleeps 12. It's just like the other one. So, except it's different because she compiled friends who are writers. Mm-hmm. And that's how you use compiled and writing. Wow. That's funny. Anyway, so she yeah. pulls together these friends who are writers and we all go there and work on books. And what she does is she has everybody choose one meal they're going to host. And that one meal you prep for, you cook, you whatever. And then for the rest of the time, someone is cooking for you, feeding you, cleaning up that meal. How awesome is that? Mm. And the whole rest of the time we're writing. But the other component of this Bear Lake trip that's really fantastic is we all go on walks early in the morning. And usually for at the first year, it was everybody goes in a big group together. But now it's like you pair off for somebody who's your own pace and wakes up at the same time you do, you know. And and these Bear Lake walks of inspiration are just so amazing, too, as this great ritual part of this retreat that we've created. And um, so I just wanted to paint that picture for you and ask if you were to have the perfect retreat, what would be one of the components? So that's question one. And then I'm going to come back and ask you another question. Okay. Paige, you're so excited. I'm dying. (laughs) Okay. That sounded amazing. Um, So good conversation. Like I would love to just be this instrument to like ask great questions. And I'm noticing that I'm loving Michelle and I just um, did a girls night a couple of weeks ago with some friends that are speakers and just kind of in the business world. And I'm noticing that I'm like, I thrive and just, I don't know. I'm energized by great conversation, especially with women and how we can like build each other up. So that would be a component of mine. And that's definitely a component of both of these. Yeah, yeah, yeah for, sure. for sure. That's great. Okay, conversation. What else? If you went to the perfect retreat, the perfect thing for you to get away and rejuvenate yourself, what would it be? Nature. Yes. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think you kind of spoke to that, and you mm-hmm. spoke to that too, but one of the things that was great about Camus was just that we were outside, and yeah. we were on water, and we were canoeing. I mean, oh, I was watching the canoeing, but... <laughs> We went ATVing and we just, you could just sit there. And so I think that, um, part of it is for me to get out of the busyness of the world Mm -hmm. and to get into the calmness of nature surrounded by fantastic people. Yeah. I heard this great thing on a Ted talk by Anne Lamott. And she said, one of the things she's learned in life is that most things, if you unplug them, and turn them back on will work again. Like great concept. Right. But then she said, including you. Mm-hmm. Yes. And yes. I was like, Oh, revelation. And I think that unplugging in nature mm-hmm. is a huge component yeah. of that. Yeah. 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 Jody. So I'm going to see journaling in the sense that oh, I want, I, it's so easy to go home after whether it's a worship service or a retreat or anything and not necessarily remember those key moments where you were, oh, oh, I want to remember that. So mm-hmm. just, it doesn't have to be a big part of it, but I'd love, like if I arrived and there was a journal and it was, you know, packaged oh, or something nice. that just was, and maybe I'm the one doing it because I love to create things uh-huh. to give to other people too. Uh-huh. But I think that would just give me the inspiration to say, Hey, this is going to be special, yeah. you know, record those moments. And I, I record things on my phone, but you know what? It doesn't have the same meaning as the pen and the paper. Yeah. So I'd say I'd need to, just a wonderful notebook 
fancy cover, something mm-hmm. with a little sparkle, mm-hmm. maybe for me. Okay. Earthy for anyone else. Yeah. Name them. <laughs> but in a good pen and the permission to just let those thoughts flow at the time when, you know, I could take that time to be alone and, and just journal and record those moments or those feelings that I have. So when I go home, I can go back to it because you're going to remember, but I, I still think some of the words that you would use to describe, mm-hmm. those are those are key for me. I want a to journal that. can capture and record that sense of inspiration yeah. that you got from and it. And next to it, that. there has to be chocolate. Just uh, make sure I have chocolate. Okay, chocolate <laughs> in every retreat. Okay, Kate. I have another one, if that's yeah. okay. Yeah, of course. Yeah, t- as many as you want. So while you were talking, just experiences. Like, yeah. it's n- like never in my life have I ever gone anywhere where they allowed me to paint. You know what I mean? Like that's never been put in my lap and I obviously have never sought it out. Uh And so that would be intriguing to me to see how I like work through that emotionally or Uh feed off of everyone else's energy. Uh So just overall experiences that are kind of out of the norm, like that's so normal for you, but so not normal for me. And so I kind of love that. Oh, I love the adventure. I love that. I took a personal essay class at, um, UCLA. And the teacher and I have become friends, and she's talking about teaming up and doing a writing slash watercolor one, which speaks to the journaling yeah. and the new experience one that I really like, too. Yeah. That's really cool. I love it. Yeah. So okay, I will get you painting. Okay. It's awesome. Okay. okay. Say, I don't know where to put this in what category, but I know that when I'm with a group of women, it's so important for me to feel safe yeah. in my sharing, and, and I like others to feel safe. But I know for anyone who has any bit of social anxiety or just that feeling like you you say something and then you're going to second guess yourself, that's really hard to come away from a group, even though you've had a wonderful time, and not go, oh, should I have not said that? Or did I contribute? Or So I don't know what that magic ingredient is, but I know when I've been in situations where I have felt that and that I... I those are the priceless ones that I remember. Uh, and, and I don't know what that falls under, but whoever's doing the retreat or whoever is uh, participating, uh-huh. keeping that in mind to just have that be a place of trust and a, and a place of you're coming for a purpose of connection, but everyone coming together, connecting safely that what you're talking about is, is, I don't know what protected, but you are valued. You're validated. You're, you know, it's really easy for some people to come in and share and whatever. And some people might think, Oh, well, Jody talks, but I like to feel Mm -hmm. validated, heard, and to feel safe that what I'm sharing is accepted, accepted, you know, and valued. And valued. So Mm -hmm. that's, it's, that's sometimes what keeps me away from something where it's Uh strangers. Like Uh I won't sign up for something. It's like, Oh, but you know, I agree with you. That's really so, interesting. That's so important. I don't know how to put like my finger on mm-hmm. what creates that, but I went to a, an event a couple weeks ago and one of the first things out of the hostess's mouth was everyone in this room is not an expert. You're a resource. Oh, and it instantly took the room nice. of a bunch of entrepreneurs or just women that are CEOs of their own company down to let's all be on the same playing field. We're resources. Love it. I loved that. Yeah. It's a little bit different in a uh-huh. retreat, but I love the idea of someone's not going to lecture me on how I need to live my life, which yeah. plays mm-hmm. into this retreat thing. Yeah. So one of the thing that I noticed, and this again, plays right into what you were talking about earlier is that 
the safety has to be there, especially in any creative process mm-hmm. that you're going to take on that, that quest for experience. Mm-hmm. If you don't feel safe, sometimes women will come together and they feel competitive. Mm-hmm. Oh, yours is better than mine. I don't like mine or whatever. Mm-hmm. And that has to go out. The or window. degrading. Like, right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm not, I'm not happens. good at this. I'm not going to try. Mm-hmm. Right. You, you have to be willing to be vulnerable enough to invest enough to just put it all out there. And it, it is a little scary, but um, I feel like, I feel like I create an environment that does feel safe to people. And I hope that, that that would come through. Mm-hmm. I really do. I think, well, I, I know really it is because I know yeah. you and yeah. I would hope I would do the same, but I know I'm imperfect at the same time, but I, I just, I think that's something that probably if we were to ask the women listening, like there's gotta be a few that just go, that's what keeps me away is mm-hmm. how, you know, how yeah. can I be daring enough to yeah. go to something and feel like I can connect? Just the overall fear. Yeah. You know? Like what am That's I experiencing? That's and it. I, yeah. Sometimes I strive. I was telling Michelle this a couple weeks ago. Sometimes I feel trapped. Like when someone drives me somewhere or oh, yeah. when I go like high up into the mountains, okay. I have moments where I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm trapped. I cannot escape. It's super weird. I don't have social I anxiety or anything. I think I'm the same But though. it's there. And so I've been really working on settling in uh-huh. and just being okay and with being where I'm at and see mm-hmm. how I can offer value and yeah. how I someone else can offer that. me value. So, yeah, I, I feel that kind of anxiety, that trapped feeling when, when I see people, um, hand me an agenda that's totally scheduled for every five yeah. minutes for the entire three days or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And just, yet yeah. there are some people who cannot handle if they I don't know. know. What I, know. I know. I know. Right. right. And I, wait, you, you have every single, yeah, I know. Yeah. But you know, and I'm, there are some times where I'm like, I have to have a schedule right now. I have to know what's expected of me. And then <laughs> and there are other times where I'm like, do not give me a schedule. Yeah, but yeah. I know some people who thrive on that and some people who don't. And so it's just interesting how different people feel safe yeah. Yeah. and yeah. feel open yeah. and, and learning for different things. And I do think having a schedule is super important, but I think having a little bit of downtime built in, like yeah. scheduling unscheduled time mm. to borrow from a friend of mine is actually really important, yeah, I think, yeah. so that you have stare at the walls time or walk in the woods and feel the, the mud under your toes. Well, because mm-hmm. rejuvenation really is, it's a solo journey to rejuvenate your soul, even at the cellular level. If you think of what mm-hmm. our bodies are doing to rejuvenate. And I just, I just came from a girl's camp. Um, and there was, uns- there was scheduled time to be unscheduled. Yeah. So in That's this it. particular yeah. time, you could do whatever you wanted. And I even enjoyed that because I just chatted with yeah. the other leaders and, but I, I, I do think that having it on the schedule, but having it not be defined, yeah, that would be a good retreat, you know, for me. Some yeah. point during the day where it's my time and I decide mm-hmm. I might need a nap. Um, oh, naps. I really yeah. might need a nap. <laughs> Permission to have yeah. a nap. Yeah. You know, <laughs> that's good. Yeah. That's good. I like that. So in my day-to-day life, I've also discovered that if I take 20 minutes for a break, and I turn on the TV, I don't feel re-energized. I may have relaxed, but I don't feel rejuvenated, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So on the other hand, if I'm feeling like completely spent and I have 20 minutes and I go to the piano, I have this newborn, newfound energy that I didn't even know was in me and I feel like I can tackle the world. Mm-hmm. So what... What rejuvenates you? Not what relaxes you, but what rejuvenates you when you take time to relax? What would be your magic thing? 
I mentioned sleep. I have to rejuvenate with sleep. If I'm at that point where I just cannot get my body to do Mm -hmm. anything else, even 30 minutes, Mm -hmm. I will wake up a new person. And I've learned that too late, not too late, but it took me many years to go, sleep is a fabulous rejuvenation tool for me. I love sleep. And the other thing is looking at beautiful pictures. I have Mm -hmm. some folders that I've saved on my computer that are just beautiful. Some of them are nature. Some of them are things I'd like to create someday, but the, the beautiful colors and everything, if I can't really get that in nature at that moment, just looking at those pictures Mm -hmm. and it does something where my mind shuts off and I'm able to kind of open up that creative door again. Beauty is real. Yeah. That's real. I had yeah. a friend who used to put fabric in drawers, beautiful pieces of fabric in drawers, and she didn't sew with them or anything. She just liked to open the drawer and see all the pretty oh, colors in there. Isn't that yeah. interesting? Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Paige. Okay, so I have identified in my life that I love living in my zone of genius. It oh, rejuvenates. awesome. Me. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, yeah. I've identified what I'm really good at in life, and I like... Like if I go into a client's home, I'm a little nervous before I do it. And then when I come out and I know I've nailed it, I'm on top of the world. Yeah. And with that, I've realized and identified that I love watching other people be in their zone. So just random ones on the top of my head. I was just thinking, well, you asked the question what? Uh, we love Bear Grylls. Do you guys know who Bear Grylls is? Okay. He's an adventurer and he's a survivalist. Uh Okay. My family loves him because he lives in his zone and we get to see how he like works ah. through any kind of nature issue or, um, we saw his Jeep park somewhere when we were in England. Yes. Oh we my were so God. We're like, I would love it. <laughs> or like another one is, this is so random, but I love Jerry Seinfeld. Okay. Oh, yeah. I love yeah, his yeah, show yeah. on Netflix. For sure. I love everything. And the reason why I love him is because he is doing what he loves. He's yeah. in his zone. And so yeah, I'm really, so good at it. He's yeah. so good at it. Yeah. And I feed off of people that are in their zone and it like inspires me. So my favorite is that you called it zone of genius. That's a great yeah. term. So have you read the book, the big leap by yeah. Gay Hendricks? Yeah. You need to read that. No, he talks about living in your zone of genius. Yeah. And he helps you identify yours, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's going to be that's my really cool. Yeah. I, <laughs> I love it. I love it. It gets you going because when you, if somebody else is in theirs, and yeah. it gives you that little pump mm-hmm. of energy. I'm going to take that on. Okay, I'm going to cool. start. Yeah. Michelle. Yeah. Um, okay. So I have two. Good. One of them is sitting and doing nothing. So like uh-huh. meditation uh-huh. and I bought a meditation pillow. This is not, this is not my strength. Okay. She, you can laugh. I yes. thought you said meditation pill. I know. Uh-huh. <laughs> I pillow. Okay. That I can sit and I force myself to think about nothing. Right. And then whenever my mind wanders, I go back to thinking about nothing. Oh, that's, that's hard. hard. That it is, is hard. really hard. It is really hard, but it's really good for my brain. Yeah. Uh, because I'm constantly going, 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 going. And I can feel like I just got eight hours of sleep if I can really do that. Wow. Um, nice. But I also have some apps that help me if I don't. Okay. Um, a second is reading. So, but it has to be fiction because I read nonfiction all the time. So it has to be brainless nonfiction that doesn't require me to think about anything, but it's just taking me on a story. But I will say one other thing. Um, one of the things that's interesting to me is that I'm an extrovert. I don't know. Like news alert. I, I am a people, people person, but when I go and I speak and I travel, um, I, after I'm done and I'm, you know, talking to people and people are coming up after, I love that. It's so great. After that, I crash. 
I crash emotionally. I crash physically. I crash something else. And I come home and I want to talk to no one. I want to be with no one. And I want to just like reconnect with myself. And I love it when I'm there. Mm -hmm. But then afterwards I crash. And it's really weird to me because I turn into a total introvert. I don't want to talk to anybody. I don't want to check my email. I don't want to check social media. And so I have this place where I'm feeling like I need to recharge and redo different things. But then sometimes that can turn into stress. So what I will say is, um, one of the things I've learned about my TV watching, cause you talked about mm-hmm. TV. Mm-hmm. Um, if I use TV as a way to rejuvenate, it doesn't work. But if I find myself being stressed for some reason or worried about something, oh, yeah. if I can tell myself, okay, you need to watch a show for 20 minutes mm-hmm. that makes me think about that. and doesn't make me think about everything else, then I'll find myself not spiraling into overwhelm. And I kind of talked about 40 things just then in that one minute. Well, but, they were really but helpful. Yeah, those were great. Yeah, I, I, I agree. That's too. all like really that. valid. Yeah. So it yeah. just depends. Sometimes you have to ask yourself, what do you need? And what you think you need isn't what you really need. So you have to ask, you have to, sometimes you have to get deeper and say, okay, what do you need? Okay, well, I need to relax. Okay, but what do you really need? Mm-hmm. And is it like a de-stress relax? Is it a rest rejuvenation? Right. Is it a creation relax? Right. So like you kind of have to say to yourself, oh, sometimes I can get caught up in the hubbub of everything that needs to get done where I realize I need to do something that's just creative. Like so playing the piano will work or drawing, even if I'm terrible at it, something just needs to be different. And so you kind of have to ask, you have to deep down and say, okay, what kind of what kind of rest and rejuvenation do you need, really? I, love I, love that. Was I think so that's so insightful. true. Yes, yes absolutely. Yeah. When, when I teach a workshop, it's the same. Mm-hmm. I, I come home and I'm exhausted to a level that you can't describe, and I just need to be alone. Yeah. But you know what that says to me, though, you guys? You put everything we you give. had yeah. into it. Yeah. So then you need to allow yourself. Exactly. However it shows up. You have to refill and refuel. Yeah, Mm -hmm. exactly. I didn't realize until a couple of years ago, I do one-on-one mentoring for women in addiction recovery. Mm -hmm. And I would kind of confuse that when, if I was going to speak or doing a group function, that that's that kind of energy where you're exhausted. But, and I would take for granted that that one-on-one is just as tiring. And even though I'm happy and thrilled and, but I would come home and I've got to have I, my husband always says, I got it. You know, I go to my space. I call it his cave. Mm-hmm. It's just my upstairs mm-hmm. studio space, but just being able to take myself away for a little bit. Cause I tend to take on whatever we've talked about. And mm-hmm. some of it is hard information and some of it's emotional, but that shut off, I, I don't force it anymore. I used to come home. Um, or if it's even a phone call and a coaching call, and I think when you're aware, made aware of that, you know how to get back yeah. instead of beat yourself up because, oh, you know, I wasn't, I didn't come home and immediately jump in with the family or I couldn't mm-hmm. go to dinner that night because I just, there's a little bit of exhaustion, both emotionally and physically. Yeah. I think being aware of that is really important, but I thought it was interesting that even with one person that was taking that energy. So that yeah. rejuvenation becomes very important, yeah. whether it's a group or whether it's one-on-one. I agree. So I think we've pretty much tapped on this idea that a lot of times to totally relax, women just need to get away. Yeah. What, about those times when you can't. I'll tell you a story. When my mom, sometimes in the summer, I would just notice my mom like, come on, we're going to rearrange the furniture in the living room. And we'd all jump in and move stuff around. And then she would say, you know, a change is as good as a vacation. Mm -hmm. And we could all kind of feel it. It's like, look, there's something Mm -hmm. new to our house. This is fun, right? What kind of change for you, some people are resistant to change, but what kind of change for you feels as good as a vacation? 
Wow, I love that. Oh my I'm gosh, I am your just mom. like freaking out. <laughs> but you know what's funny is when I was a kid, I had the same thing in my room. If I was feeling like I needed something totally. new, yeah. I would totally re- rearrange yes. my room. Yeah, we did but, it too. But I have never rearranged my my room and as as an adult ever. Why? I don't know. Yeah. What? Well, maybe partly because my family, my I, your spouse, my, my spouse can resist. But so if I do other yeah, but I but I but I think psychologically I know that so I do different things for Good. a change. Yeah. Um, my hair is the best example of that. Like oh, I, I will go it. in I and I will say try something new but not too new. <laughs> <laughs> not too crazy. But that's like, good. But I, I had this friend in my uh, church congregation when I first became an adult, and every time she went in, her hair was entirely different. And oh, she wow, came out, and, like, sometimes it would be a pixie cut, and sometimes yeah. she would change the color, and sometimes she would just do something crazy. Like, and I just, I thought that. And so, you know, I go dark, light, whatever it is, but um, I stay pretty close to similar. But then uh-huh. I feel like I, I can change myself through outward things like clothes and hair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like empowering that. to yeah. reinvent yourself. Which is like a yes. way you're expressing yourself. It I think is. that's really smart of you. Yeah. Well, and to that end, I feel like because of the business that I'm in, I experience change on a, on the regular. I'm changing my speech up. I'm changing the mm-hmm. places that I go to mm-hmm. do. And so I feel like I get a lot of change now in my business that I don't necessarily need it in the same way that I needed to change my room. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, Different. Right. That's yeah. good. That's great. I've changed furniture around before, and then my husband will walk in. He's like, "What? What happened? You know?" I'm like, "Oh, I'm just trying it this way." He's like, "I let's go back to the old way." Oh and my I've goodness! Had to re- I mean, he it's it, disorienting. It it's him. just and and Zoe, she likes her room a certain way, and whenever she just barely this summer, she's she just turned thirteen, and she's like. Let's move my bed over here. And I'm like, oh, I've been waiting for this because I know that room would work better. So it depends what, you know, what happens. But for me, if if I can't change the furniture or paint, because mm-hmm. I would be changing <laughs> okay. things in my house totally. all the time. Totally. Um, and I do have my own space now, which I do change up. I'll move knickknacks to different sides. And it w- it really would drive some of my family members crazy, not because they're bad people, but because it is, it's that feng shui. I just need it. Yeah. But I go to Ross and I'll buy a $5.99 shirt <laughs> or a $12.99 pair of pants, but literally just wearing that new something. And then knowing that, oh, you know, that does help. it's yeah. not a yeah. huge, it's not a huge investment, but different color, different, different shirt or something. So husband, I didn't just say that because I don't spend a ton of money on clothes. Right. But I love your mom's quote. I am stealing uh-huh. that. Please and do. Making it a life do mantra. Say it again. Say it again. A change is as good as a vacation. Yes. yes. And I am huge into changing my whole entire house around. And I have a spouse who I just expressed early on. This needs to be, and he takes mm-hmm. it Oh, nice. And kind of loves it now. Like uh-huh. I forced him into this situation <laughs> where when we move it around, he'll say things like, I really didn't think the living room could be better, but it's better. Aww. And so that's fun Aww. to like feel that, that's yeah. nice. you know, all the way around. But I have, um, children that are very, you know, they mm-hmm. want, they, it's, it's stability for them mm-hmm. to leave it. So I mm-hmm. see yeah. value in both sides, but man, I love your mom's quote. Thank yeah, you for sharing that. Today. Oh, you're welcome. She was awesome. <laughs> I thought of one more little thing that's going to be strange. We got chickens, and I love these chickens. <laughs> Why are you whispering it? And uh, <laughs> I don't know. I'm She's like, covering hey, your mouth. I have, I have. But uh, so that's this, cool. I've had a cool. few times this summer, not a ton, but early morning. It's a little crisper. We live in the Utah. You know, it's hot very, very quickly in July, June, August. But getting on my back patio, and it's all shaded. Let the chickens out of the coop. Dog has to stay inside. And I just got my book out, get my journal, 
and have that. Even if it's 30 minutes, even if it's been 15, uh -huh. let those chickens, and they come up, they peck my knees. and um, But watching them is rejuvenating. Yeah. Really? Yes. I love, well, I love their little life. movements. They're I don't young, know how right? to... I, I'm moving my head. I don't know yeah. how to explain what this word is, but yeah. the little bobble thing on their head, you know, oh, but yeah. that literally, uh, my husband, he said, you're going to love these chickens. I'm like, oh, I don't know if I'm going to love them. I do. I love them. I love that they're part of our life now. Um, so really maybe cool. changing it up, you know, you don't want to get a pet that you don't want to take care of yeah. three weeks later. Yeah. My Malamute yeah. is pretty much a big commitment for the next, you know, oh, yeah. 10, 12 You're years. You're what? Yeah. I have a Malamute. They have an Alaskan Malamute. Malamute big, big, dog, big dog. Like a husky that's 80 pounds. Oh, my gosh. He's a big commitment. But, yeah, you know, is. chickens, you know, but they lay eggs and you go out and you get the egg and you bring it in like, oh, ta -da! Look at what's happened. Victory. <laughs> Seriously. I just, when you, I, that just got the different colored eggs yes. too. Are they so beautiful? And they taste delicious, but change. That was a total that change. That was a change. I love that. That's really cool. You know? mm -hmm. Jody, you make me laugh. Oh, yeah. It's my husband that wanted it. them. His grapes didn't come in. And so he's like, we need chickens. <laughs> so no, no relation there, but he's wanted chickens for a long time, but we're going to do bees next. Um, oh, fun. That's a you big, you guys are committed. Well, he, he's, I, I'm committed because I follow, mm -hmm. I follow what he does when it yeah. comes to something like that. Cause yeah, that's yeah. a little over, but I do think change is, you know, my, I grew I up going in a motor really home on the weekends. Like dad would change it up and just say, Hey, we're driving here. We're driving there. And I, my, my husband doesn't love to do that much of mm -hmm. going different places. He's kind of likes to go to the same places, but I love to take the kids and say, you know what? We'd go to a different splash park. Yeah. Okay, I'd even go to a different Walmart across town or a different Target just to be shopping somewhere, you know, that different. That would be so scary like for people, and though. Yes. Yes. I mean, so yes. I have to do what like works small victories. I like that. that. In your safe place. Yeah, yeah. I have shopped in the inner city. I have, I mean, and I, I kind of, we've made it a joke. Sorry if anyone does not love Walmart, but you go on vacation and you're like, we hit the Walmart, you know, <laughs> just where, where's the Walmart? Like, <laughs> in Texas, but I do think change that. You've given me a lot to think about. Go ahead and do some more change. Yeah. I read a quote that um, really inspired me. It was a creative quote, right, that's advice that um, do something scary every day. Mm. And I think that that promotes change, and it mm. also promotes, in a way, that rejuvenation, that idea that you've conquered something yeah. every day. It can be tiny, yeah. but whatever it is, yeah, I think that's powerful. Anyways, thanks for contributing to this conversation. I feel like it's been great, and I feel like we're all much in need of that magical retreat, and we're going to have to figure out a way to make it happen. <gasps> for sure, right? Yes. But in the meantime, I hope that you will all incorporate a little bit of change, a little bit of variety, and a little bit of rejuvenation into your lifestyle. And uh, thanks for listening today. Thanks for joining in. Catch up with us on social media if you get a chance on our website from thelivingroom.com. And uh, tune in next week. We'll see you soon. Bye. Thanks for coming to The Living Room. We hope you've enjoyed listening, laughing, and learning something new. Join us for our next show. And in the meantime, give yourself and those you love some living room.